0: Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes episode 146. Love 146 is a group that um, does a lot of charity work to stop human trafficking. So, tip of the cap to them. Um, I am Trey, joined as always by Tucker and Cam. No Dylan, speaking of Love 146, may have been sold into slavery. Haven't heard from him tonight. Could be dead. Yeah, might be dead. Absolutely, just, just... Flaked on the show. We got a huge show today. We've been talking about it all week. Um, there's going to be a lot of. There's going to be a lot of fire. I think there's going to be. I have a statement that I'm going to read at some point. We. I mean, we got a lot going on. We got it's Halloween episode, so we got a good list, guys, on deck. Uh, we got a big show tonight. Dill's nowhere to be seen, but uh, the two of you gentlemen are here. Uh, how are we doing? Living
1: the dream. Not stolen.
0: Not stolen. We're here. Um, all right. Winners and losers off the rip. I am a loser uh, for my take last week. Said the Bucks were going to run the table. Certainly not the case. Lost to a very, very bad team. Um, didn't vote for myself on the poll. Just hand up. Integrity always. You're going to hear a lot about integrity from me tonight. Integrity. Um, that's what now Uh The Yankees. Eliminated from playoff contention. For the thirteenth straight year, um, Cameron, Shock. Cam, Cam played Shock. it. Played it. Cam played it better than any Yankee fan I've seen. Cam said, "Listen, they're good. They're choke artists. They're gonna lose in the playoffs, and that's what happened." I didn't Cam. Say you, were gonna lose. you said you're not gonna. You you didn't guarantee a win at all at any point.
1: At no point. Dylan is coming. We don't know that. Person. Yeah, I, that's Linnea.
0: Dylan has not been stolen. He has not been human trafficked. We are good to go. Um So oh, anti-kidnapping podcast. Anti-kidnapping disavow, mm-hmm. disavow kidnapping. Um, loser, Tucker, Joe Burrow with a massive game the other day.
2: Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm okay with that loser. Yeah, I'll take that one as a loser for me.
0: Um, Cam. Oh, is that what you cool. Uh, Cam, loser. Jalen Brown leaves Don to Sports. Um, I, I don't want to speak for the whole podcast, but I'm ready to disavow Kanye West publicly. Um, I've never been in Kanye West. Okay, race Where it takes. It? Disavow.
2: Can we still listen to his music,
0: though? You can separate oh, we'll the, the art from the artist. I fully believe that. I listen to okay, Michael yeah, Jackson's yeah, um, songs. He yeah, was a I child president.
2: It, Jackson, his new stuff.
0: <laughs> no, yeah. T- 20, 2010's <laughs> Kanye. We can go. We can go there. 2000s, Kanye. You separate the art from the artist, Kanye. We are pulling your invitation to come on this pod, p- podcast. He was gonna too. That's the crazy Nick thing. It he was nuts. paperwork. He's he's big into pod, podcasts nowadays. He's he's loving them. He's saying a lot of stuff on podcasts. <laughs> I
2: still have. One.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would be huge <laughs> yeah, for numbers. No, it's a vow, but I'm. I mean,
2: all right. Definitely
0: come on. All right. Did I win the poll? Uh, winner Cam wins the poll. For his take that Robert Kraft and um, ah. Jerry Jones will fight to the death, big winner. That might be the first time that a wastedest a, a wastedest take nominee possibility uh, wins a poll. I don't think Did Trump... Mars rings out. I don't think that one. It might have. I can't remember. Um, well, that one's looking good. So Cam pulls into second, stays in second, I should say, with 10 points. Double digits for Cam.
1: Watch out. We got enough weeks.
0: We, got, we we certainly do. We certainly do. It's not over yet. Um, that was a big win. I think if I took it home this week, obviously my take was terrible, so I was not going to. If I took it home this week, I think it's out of reach. I think you're, you're in it now, Cam. All right.
1: I'll start conspiring.
0: Of um... Do we have any other winners and losers? Yeah. Um, my bet. Oh, lock of the year. Uh, Trey's lock of the month. I'm not a gambler. Lock of the month, zero oh, and one. So I'm a loser there. Lock of the year though stays hot.
2: Lock of the year is hot as hell.
0: Four and zero in the last four.
2: Four and zero. In the last four.
0: Do you have but, one? Do you have one ready?
2: Yeah, I think we should wait.
0: Okay, I know what I already know what it is. (laughs) Um, All right. With that being said, I don't think we have anything else before we go into Wasted Takes. Um, Does anybody want to lead off?
2: I think i probably lead off. Yeah, I
1: was just going to say I should probably go first. I'm good because after this, I'm going to probably be watching a movie in the background or something. Um, No, but uh, I'll go first. It's not Patriots related um so should be fine um i'm i'm getting on the uh the crazy people talk just speaking in Kanye. let's move over to another another cra fellow crazy person antonio brown uh another guy that you know i'm pretty sure we've all disavowed at this point disavowed um, so this this not disinvited though um, if you want to come on here, definitely would love to have you. It's um, not Antonio Brown, love him. <laughs> Um Here's the thing he has uh, been posting some crazy memes, and he is clearly psycho. Um, and I don't know what he's trying to get at, whether he's trying to get a ruse out of Tom Brady, which obviously he's not going to. Um, but here's I, here's my thing. I think there that whether this is his goal or not because of how crazy he's being and then anti Tom Brady. I think there's a team out there that hates Tom Brady as much as he does. Oh no. That was willing to give him a shot in the NFL. Now, I don't have a specific team in mind. Oh,
0: I thought you, I thought you were going to go back on your Patriots. Not related Patriots topic.
1: No, 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 no. I don't have a specific team in mind because uh, I, I, really just don't see a possibility that Bill would, would bring him back. Um, so I don't have a specific team in mind, but I, I do think Antonio Brown will be uh, a starter in the NFL next year because of his anti Tom Brady, okay. leading him to villain Matt to to link up with another villain in the league.
0: All right, How so, so like I think that? I think Antonio Brown is done with football. I think he now views himself in the same light as somebody like Kanye, who he is like God's gift to the world. He's outgrown what he, what he became famous for, much like Kanye has kind of outgrown music. He's put out trash for the past decade plus. Not plus. Last decade, he's put out trash. He's focused on his fashion, on his brand. He just kind of puts the music to the side. Gen- musical genius to start his life. Not going to not gonna deny that, but he lost it. I think Antonio Brown, football genius in terms of his ability to play the game, his ability to run routes. You know, he was clearly smart in a football sense to have been a six-round pick and turned into what he was. I think that's gone too, whether that's the CTE or something else. I don't know. Um, I think he's pretty much done with football. I think he's going to focus on his rap career. I think he's going to focus on whatever he's doing with Donda Sports. He's the president of Donda Sports, which is insanity to have somebody like that running a business for you. Um, he is, I think, I I don't, I don't know what else he's doing. He's doing a ton of crap. He's all over the place. Missed his uh, show in Worcester. I almost got tickets to it. Glad I didn't. Um, but I think he's done. Um, I think he, I don't think, I don't think a team would touch him with a 10 foot pole in terms of a team hating Brady. I don't think anybody hates Brady in the NFL outside of maybe Bill Belichick. Um, I think he's pretty well-respected at this point. I don't think people... People don't even like... There was a Bears player who was talking about the Patriots cheating and deflating balls. Like That that was always on Tom. That wasn't on the Patriots. People are now viewing the Patriots as the cheaters, not Tom. He has elevated himself to a different level. I don't think there's any hate in the league. I think it's all respect. And as far as Antonio Brown memeing him, I spoke to Tucker about this today. Tom kind of deserves it, man. I mean, like, obviously... He like it's it's awful to be taking shots at a guy who helped you out so much. Right. But he hitched his wagon to this guy when he was talked about being a rapist, when he was generally a bad human being, throwing stuff off balconies, almost hurting kids, calling the cops pigs and like just race baiting and doing things like that. Like and Tom still hitched his wagon because he was good at football. Once his craziness outweighed his football talent, Tom dropped him. So, I kind of get where AB's coming from, honestly. Like, I kind of get it. If there's anything that I've connected with Antonio Brown on in his craziness, it's the fact that Tom Brady kind of screwed him over and just used him until he was no longer useful to him. And then he dropped him. And he doesn't, clearly doesn't have any communication with him. So, I kind of get it from AB. But no, he's done. He's finished. Tucker?
2: Um, Yeah, I think AB's finished as well. I don't think any team would touch him. I think it would just be—it's one of those things where the cons just don't weigh outweigh like just outweigh the pros. You're not going to find any team that's happy. I think he's a locker room cancer. Like I don't think anyone will be happy to sign him. I think it would cause problems with the team. I think it would cause problems with everyone.
0: Uh, Dylan is here. He has not been human trafficked, as we mentioned. Um. Hello. The take was that a team hates Tom Brady so much, they are going to bring back Antonio Matt Brown because he's been dunking on Brady on, on social media.
3: I think if the boys fired up down in uh, Tampa Bay, bring him back.
0: Tampa Bay brings him back? Yeah. With with Brady like, there or no? I'm Brady. With
2: Brady there. Hates Tom Brady that much?
0: The take the take, um, the take yeah, was that you know,
2: a
3: team... He's would, not coming there's okay. no shot. It's extremely bad PR.
0: All right, um, Dylan. I know you're you're kind of cold. You're not warmed up yet. Do you have a take for us? Because Tucker and I are both gonna probably have dueling takes.
3: I do. Um, it's golf related. Oh. So um, I've been playing a lot of golf re- recently. Uh, season's winding down. Uh, played a full round the other day. Walked. 18. It took me like five and a half hours. I played with a buddy. We were backed up. Um but it was fun. I've gotten significantly better in playing golf in like three weeks to a month, just playing kind of consistently. I'm not saying I'm good, I'm just saying I got better. Uh but for me it all comes down to focus. Now everybody likes to complain about how hard golf is, and yeah, it's difficult. A lot of people like to say it's one of the, it's like the hardest sport to play because you have to be so consistent, hardest sport to master, things like that. I Hear that a lot. Um, I think golf's relatively easy in general. I think all it is is focus and consistency. And all the people that say that it's hard are just the ones that don't have those two things, aren't able to be consistent, and aren't uh, like committed to focus because um, that's really that it all comes down to. Once you get the technique, it's all focus and commitment and playing, uh, you know, uh, the best that you can on every shot. And I just think people don't do it, and that's why they say it's that hard. That's it.
0: I mean, I suck at golf, so it feels like a direct shot towards, towards me. Um, golf's hard, man. Like, you say, like, it's the technique. You, like, you're not – I'm like – I'm sitting there every time I swing a club. I am – Focusing on my where my hands are. I'm focusing on my backswing. I'm focusing on my follows-through. I'm focusing on looking down the ball. And every time, my swing is different. Every single time. Cannot figure it out. The one thing I can do, launch it at a right angle to my right every time. <laughs> I can just cook that baby all the way into the trees on the right. Um, I think it's a hard sport, man. I, I think... I think yes. It I I think once you learn it, it becomes easier. But I think it is very difficult to learn. And maybe there's something to that where once you learn it, if you want to get good at it, you you have to have that focus to to ex- like get yourself to that next level of of mastering the game. But I think it's hard to learn. Tucker, you're a better golfer than I. Opinion.
2: Um. I think it is difficult. (laughs) I mean, I think it's difficult because there's always another level to be at if you're constantly playing. I think that's what makes anything difficult. You know, if you're just playing to get better, then it's easy to get better. You just consistently play. But I think the biggest thing with golf is that it's hard because there's always another level. You know, as, as soon as I got better, it was like the litt- littler things bothered me about my game. Like, you know, I stopped shanking it every time, but, you know, I'd have one that didn't land where I wanted it to go, and I'd be more upset about it than I was before because it become, it's such a game where the inches matter so much that there's always something to critique about your game. I mean, like the guys that are the best in the world that still mess up. You know, it's not like they're hitting it perfect every time. That's why it's the game that it is. So I think that's the biggest thing with golf is that yes, it's easy to get better at golf, but you can just move the goalposts on yourself constantly so that it's always a challenge. Cameron, I don't
3: understand what the take was. Golf the is easy. take is golf is golf is genuinely easy. It's just. One people don't have technique, and then once they get technique, they're just not. They just choose to not well, be consistent. Or golf is expensive. Or there's to it. That's true. It is expensive. You don't get enough
1: practice. I yeah, that's what I'm saying. More. every other sport you can do without spending a single dollar. Toss the football around, kick it around, kick the
3: soccer ball. I think maybe maybe a better way of saying it is it's overrated. Over rated in in terms of its difficulty yeah it's really I really not that because, hard
1: I mean the fact that I I can get the ball in the hole at all thanks I mean you gotta be decent to be able to make contact with it enough to, to actually get it there I can't so can't do it What you can't do it too well?
0: No, not do it at all
1: no okay, <laughs> <At laughs> very all? different I go golfing once every two months maybe and I am just the same as I was when I was 11 years old, and it's because I don't practice at all. It's not that it's that hard. I mean, I double bogey, average double bogey all Probably double bogey golf. It's the best kind. Double's the best. Um. So I, I mean, I agree. I guess I just think it's. Yeah, I agree. If, if I had more money, I would be better at it. It's not that it's difficult; it's expensive. It's a
0: good point. <laughs> All right, Tucker, would you like to go first, or would you like me to go first? You can go first. All right, so obviously, we have a QB controversy in New England. Um, went to the game Monday night. Another reason this is a big show, we had two correspondents at two NFL games. Um, but I was there, um, I saw the switch happen, Um. And from doing some thinking and doing some reading and listening over the past couple days, um, I mean, I'm going to touch way more on the Patriots later, but this thing I'm going to try to to stay brief on just because it's its own thing. Um, You look at what has happened with the Patriots since Mac Jones was drafted. I don't know if that's going to help. Mac Jones was drafted by some sort of combination of Bill Belichick Josh McDaniels, Robert Kraft, I've now Dave Ziegler, like the guys that were there, right? So we count, we play through the year. He does pretty well. We get to this next draft. Ziegler's gone. McDaniels is gone. Bill is the de facto guy again. There's no one else there. Nick Casario's been gone. <clears throat> Excuse me. It is uh, de- it is Bill making the calls. Bill hires Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. So now your draft room is Bill Belichick, Matt Patricia, and Joe Judge. What I believe happened was when Zappy was on the board, Patricia pushed hard for him or Judge, combination of the, the two, something like that. Those two pushed hard for him. They wanted to get a new quarterback. Bill was like, you know what? Brian Horner is 100 years old. This kid, his stock is rising. He's not going to make it much further. I like this pick. I, I personally, I like to pick myself. I think they need a backup quarterback. This, so far from what we've seen, this guy is serviceable. Um, even before then, I would have been happy to have him as a backup quarterback. Even if he stunk, he can't be any worse than Brian Hoyer. Um, so then we get to the season, and Matt Patricia has no idea how to call an offense, yet he's the offensive play caller. Mac Jones speaks out on it a little bit. He said something to the effect of, I don't know how this game plan is going to come together, yada, yada, yada. The next week... Um, he says that Matt Patricia is the greatest football mind he's ever seen. I think that's because Bill said something to him and he's laying it on a little thick. But anyways, his favorite target, Kendrick Bourne, gets put in the doghouse. Maybe not his favorite, but still an important target on his team. Says some things about Matt Patricia. Gets no snaps. Mac continues to get pissed off. Mac love the kid. Think he's a decent player. He um definitely has a bit of an ego. He's a first round pick. Why wouldn't he have an ego? He's a national champion. Like he has a bit of an ego. And he's given up a little pushback, just like Brady did in the end of his time. Matt Patricia doesn't want that. If Max Patricia is shown to be a bad coach, he's gonna be fired. He can't lose another job. Um so what I think is going on right now is Matt Patricia and Joe Judge are purposely tanking the career of Mac Jones. They are pushing hard for Zappy to play. And if you notice, when Max in, they're running this new offense that I've been talking about all year. That is a joke that they're, they're doing these multiple zone runs. It's not working. They're not running play action. But when Zappi comes in, they're running the offense from last year, the offense that worked. The dink and dunk play action, take shots downfield on play action, establish the run type plays. Matt Patricia wants his guy to start. Joe Judge, combination of the two. Wants hit their guy to start. They do not want a guy that's gonna push back. Why would Zappi push back? He's a fourth round, fifth round pick. He's got nothing to nothing in this in this world that he can do. He calls Matt Patricia Matty P. Like clearly they're close. They are purposely sabotaging Mac Jones to try to establish Bailey Zappi, their guy, as the quarterback in New England. That's the take. Let, well let's get Tucker last.
2: Yeah, I think it's
1: Cam, hey, I'm here. Sorry, new um, button. I'm all. I'm, I still got Zappy talking. Speaking. Um, I think Zappy. I don't think he's the guy. Mac Jones is the guy. I think you guys are in a tough situation. Um, <clears throat> I think, as much as I am a Zappy guy, I think you, you. <clears throat> I think you should start Zappy last game, one, um, and you should have given Mac another week. Now, since they did start Mac and then take him out after a pick, and then put Zappy back in or put Zappy in and then take name a uh, Mac that started this week, I think it just puts them in a terrible situation. What did, what were you saying about the actual the coaches?
0: What I think that, that Matt movie? Patricia is sabotaging Mac because he's putting Zappy in these. He's he's bringing Zappy into games like he did on Monday, and he's running he's a changed. and he's running a better playbook. He's calling better plays purposefully. Hmm. Huh. Huh. Interesting. Why would the, why else would the plays be changing when Zappy comes in? I don't
1: know if the plays were changed too specifically. I didn't go that far in depth to it.
0: I, um, I've given you the stats. I, they ran play action on 30% of Zappy snaps, 5% of Max. They're
1: different QBs. I think he just said different plays for different QBs. And maybe he's just a bad coach and didn't realize it at all. He was just picking out of the hat for his play cards. So no I think
0: that could be- Um Also, to add to the take, there are Detroit players who said that Matt Patricio was petty and said that if they didn't fall in line, that they'd be out of the league. So I just want to throw that out there as well. Those are players saying that. Dylan? Um,
3: now, I don't think they're sabotaging by any means. I don't know what the purpose of that would be. Uh, you know, an ego thing. I don't know if they do it for an ego thing. That doesn't make any sense to me. Um, I thought you were going to take this one step further and say the coaching staff had the uh, the camera lines down a little bit farther when the Patriots. That didn't make field. a
0: difference. That was, that's a <laughs> non story.
3: Um, but I do think, uh, there's something to be said about the play calling was noticeably different when, when Zappi's in and to Cam's point, it might be a different QB thing, but I don't understand. It's not like they're like extremely tough, uh, plays that they were running with Zappi. They could run the same plays with Mac. Um, they could. I just 100. They did last year. I just find that Mac uh, seems to maybe he's like overanalyzing too much and just needs to settle himself down and you know stop thinking too much and just play the game. But I don't know. I been like Cam said, definitely should have started
0: Zappy this game. You guys but now you, they screwed it all up. You said that you don't see a reason if Mac Patricia picked if that was if he was big part of Zappy's pick and Zappi turns into an NFL quarterback, that shows Matt Patricia's, like, good. So then he, A, stays, gets more and more elevated in New England, probably becomes Belichick's replacement, or gets hired somewhere else for another head coaching gig. Like, if he can prove that he can select a franchise quarterback in the fifth round of the NFL draft, that's going to shoot his stock up through the roof. Why, Mac isn't his guy. You know, that's that's what I see going on. That's why he would be sabotaging. Tucker?
2: Yeah, I'd love to jump in here. <laughs> um, this is a stupid argument because it's based off of five hypotheticals that have no proof behind it. That you're just like, well, and then you're just saying the fact. You're like, look, Matt Patricia Trisha and Mac Jones had a huge fight, and Belichick told them to be nicer. And so there's some problems with the two of them. And it's just like all these things where you're just making shit up to try and prove a, to try to get to an answer that you want. You want this to be the answer. And so sure. you it's make pseudoscience. mess this this back. So that, and you're like, see, all the facts lead up to this. When none of them are facts, you just made up everything along the way. And there's no merit to anything you said. There's Tucker, absolutely
0: zero. No, no, you made up everything. Tucker, you've had some pretty yeah. good takes on this show, so I'm a little disappointed that I have to explain the art of take-making to you. Yeah, this no, isn't but about...
2: But you're not, the take is, like, the take has seven smaller takes that you just aren't saying them as. Sounds
0: takes. like a good you're take.
2: There are facts that already happened. You're like, so this Listen. happened, which led to this, which led to this. And all these things are things you made up along the way.
0: Some people will you see, see this piece of paper that I'm holding, and they'll read it verbatim for what it is. Some people in this world will go between the lines and read what is inferred. And,
2: uh, you, on the other hand, are saying it's a first-generation Bible, because you're just making things up. It's a generation. take. Like, <laughs> like, Yeah, but the take is... Like, you can base a take off of facts. You don't have to base takes off of other things that make your take sound reasonable. Cam like, says well,
0: that Cam says that Trump is from New York and the Mets are up for sale, so Trump buys the Mets. How is that not like a similar like,
2: thing? That's only one that's only one Trump assumption. Yeah, no, that's the take. The take's right there. The Mets were for sale and Donald Trump is from New York.
0: <laughs> but he, he has no background crazy. in baseball. He has no interest in that's buying that's a team. A He's thing. never owned a team. That's a real take, though. There's,
2: there's nothing made up in his take. Like, there's nothing made would, up in my take. Said, if you said that Trump's dad was a professional baseball player, which led to a love of baseball, then yeah, I'd probably be like, "Hey, Cam, that's a stupid take because you're just making shit up." But he didn't. He's basing his take on the facts, unlike you, who just makes shit up because it helps your take. It's a stupid take. Listen.
0: If you think I'm smart enough to just pull all this stuff <laughs> like, and, and make yeah, it up. It's,
2: like, it's just, I don't like the play, like, there's... That's just stupid. Like, you make up fucking eight takes in your tape. It's
0: stupid. Listen. I I said this earlier to you. You guys get on me for listening to Felgird Mass. I get it. They're a-holes. They are a-holes. I get it. What? Were, were they the ones that brought this up to you? They... They talk about Boston sports twenty four seven. It's all they talk about. So every single thing that gets reported, I I listen to. So I just have information that comes in that you may not see because you don't want to listen to them, and that's fine. It's not it's not for everyone. I get everything that is reported on. Everything, good, bad, ugly,
1: and you take it and you match it together.
0: And you get from a
2: credible source that's just. Some dude DM'd him. Like, that's... That's... No, I'm not team
0: talking team. about Ben Bolin. I'm not talking about... Guy, him.
2: Some guy DM'd like, yo, I don't think Patricia and Mac Jones like each other. I'm talking it's about
0: guys up. like Albert Breer, what? like Greg like, Bedard, yeah. like Mike Reese, guys that are in the building, that are at the press conferences, that get these reports. I don't buy this at all. Okay. Um...
2: A bad take. Um, shame on you! If you vote on this, you're you're an idiot. Like
0: if you vote on this, then you're just a stupid. If you vote on this, you are you, you are ascending to my level of takeness. You're getting yeah. there.
2: Stupid. Um, but Trey, I'm glad this. I'm glad you had this little rant to start off because it goes into my take, which is about New England sports fans, and that they are the single worst fan base in all those sports. I genuinely believe New England sports fans are just the fucking rich kid that got everything handed to him in life. In any type of adversity, he just fucking cries and cries and cries about it. That is New England sports fandom and Trey McNinch in a nutshell. I mean, this is a man that had a guy that was a Pro Bowl quarterback in his rookie year, led them to the playoffs, And then got injured. And a guy beat two bad teams. And now Trey and all of his amigos are fucking booing him from the stands after his fucking second drive. It's pathetic. Like, the fact that you're willing to just turn on a guy that quickly just shows so much about your fandom. That it's like, oh, it's not immediate success. Oh, well, I guess just fucking blow it up. Let's not forget, Trey McDaniel is the guy two years ago that said the Celtics should blow it up and start from scratch. I wasn't the only the one. Mason and Tatum. Yeah. No. Thank you. You're not the only one. There's plenty of you. Which is why New England sports fans are the worst fan base in sports. It's like we had like the Celtics one blew my mind because it's like we had this young core, super talented. They're getting there. They made it to the Eastern Conference Finals when they're fucking 23 years old, and they're like, yep, blow it up, because they didn't win the championship this year. It's just such a stupid mentality. It's such a stupid mentality. And I just think that, we're just the worst fans sports. Just Every single thing that you can think of, you will immediately be like, oh, it didn't work out perfectly immediately, then blow everything up and start from scratch. It's just stupid. Like, every team rebuilds, Every team in the NFL goes through a rebuild, but we've had the, the greatest dynasty in the history of sports. And the fact that Trey is calling for Bill Belichick's job now, after the greatest dynasty ever, says he had nothing to do with it. It was all Tom Brady. Tom Brady's failing without Bill Belichick. With one of the best offense, with one of the best teams in the NFL, you want a right ring.
0: Now. You want a ring? Failing. You want a ring?
2: Failing miserably. You want a Just ring. lost to the Panthers and Steelers in back-to-back weeks. But Trey's still here. No, he no way. Call him. And it had nothing no to do with it. Bill Belichick. Idiot. Idiot. Take. I'm sorry. That, I'm sorry to all Boston athletes. And then we're like, oh, why can't we get big, big name free agents? Would you want to come here? I wouldn't. If they're like, oh yeah, no. So this I game, wouldn't either. As soon as you lose a game, I would hate
0: to play for Bill Belichick on a mediocre team. Part.
2: They will talk about how they'll want you to fucking die. As soon as you lose a single game. They're like, why why doesn't every big name want to sign in New England? Huh. I wonder why.
0: Okay. I will go first. Um, To start off with your take that all New England sports fans are the worst, uh, highly disagree. I think the entire opposite is true. I think if you are not demanding excellence out of your sports teams, then you're kind of just mid and you're just worried about, oh, good season, guys. (laughs) We tried really hard. I think that's a joke. I think it's a competition. Life's a competition. The entire point of professional sports is to win. If you are not winning, then you are failing and you are a failure. And you should be booed to talk about the free agent aspect of it. They, Trey, no, I am done I with. That,
2: question. Would you consider your entire high school sports career a failure?
0: Yes. You would. Yes. All right. I just want to make sure. I did not win anything. I, was a pretty, I had some nice personal accolades, but I would, I would probably trade them to be a part. Like, I wouldn't want to be a bench player winning a championship, uh, a Western Mass Championship. But I would trade them to be a starter on a team that won a Western Mass Championship. Um, to address the free agent thing. The players are soft, man. All these dudes are soft if they're worried about what me, a loser, in the 300 section is saying. They are soft. They are millionaires. They are treated like gods from the time that they pick up a ball. If you're really that concerned, I don't want you here. And to say that they're not going to come here because the fans, they are in terms of the NFL, they're not going to come here because they're playing for a curmudgeon who hates fun, who is stuck in the 1970s, who doesn't want to pay the market value, and who, who manages a suckbag team. That sucks. They suck. Why would it? You're not coming here for rings. You're not coming here for money. What are you coming here for? I, I, I understand it. I understand it. Now, to address the more... Um, I, I would say
2: to improve and become a great player because it's funny that all these guys come in, you know, on bat, you know, they're not doing well, whatever, whatever reason they take a low contract with the Patriots. They leave the Patriots taking giant contracts. That's why I leave. If I'm any cornerback in the NFL... I'm immediately going. I'm immediately being like, oh, I want to go to the Patriots because the next contract I get will be for $100 million because Bill Belichick develops talent better than anyone in the NFL.
0: At the cornerback position, that is true. Yeah. At the cornerback
2: position. That happened. Dante Hightower had the same thing happen to him three separate times as a linebacker.
0: What do you
3: mean?
2: Developed Tom Brady into the greatest quarterback of all time. Developed Rob Gronkowski in the greatest tight end of all time. Tom developed Rob. What? oh oh because Tom Brady just had natural talent. That's why yes. he was a fucking sixth round pick? Yes. Idiot. Idiot. You're just like, oh no, that was just all Tom Brady. No matter you think Tom Brady would have been Tom Brady if he didn't go to the Patriots? No, he would have won four probably. Tom Brady would have on the field in twenty five
0: out of thirty NFL. Games. He he would have probably ended up winning four, maybe not seven.
2: Are you serious?
0: Yes. Um, I'm saying 25 teams,
2: he probably never gets a chance to start.
0: He would eventually have
2: gotten his chance.
0: Um yeah,
2: because it helps you argue it.
0: I mean, he's very, very good. Somebody would have noticed. Um, now, to address the, 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 the booing of Mac and the Zappy chance. That was a mistake on me. That was, I have a statement that I would like to read addressing <laughs> this. It's from, and this will be tweeted out. From the desk of Trey McNinch, I view myself as a man of faith and integrity. No one can question my love for the New England Patriots. Yes, I am admittedly hard on them. And
1: there's a high drive in the deep <laughs> left center. <city. laughs>
0: yes, I am admittedly hard on them, but that is only because I believe they can be the best every year. If that's a crime, lock me up and throw away the key. I've made many statements about this team and have been, that have been incorrect. And I am always ready to put my hand up and admit I was wrong. Even though I have been proven 100% right about this team this year, I did do something wrong at the Monday night football game this week. I did develop a breakout case of Zappy Fever. I did boo Mac Jones. I did champ Bailey Zappy's name. I see now that Mac has been torpedoed by bad coaching and a lack of talent surrounding him, it was wrong of me to do. From now on, I commit myself to becoming a Mac guy, as I have been since his days at Alabama, longest tenured Mac guy here. As punishment for my transgressions, I will be implementing a one-week suspension from viewing Patriots football. I plan to work on myself and repair my failing mental health during this period. I will come back with this clean slate on Mac Jones. I will be better. Go Patriots. Trey McNich. Does
2: that mean you're not watching the Jets game? I will
0: not be watching the Jets game this week. Wow. Listen, integrity.
1: Uh, That is cappy.
0: No, I'm not watching it. I'm not. I'm taking a
2: break. Wait, wait. What do you and Christina have planned for Sunday? Nothing. You don't have something planned to go to Apple Türkiye for sure. Yeah, no, absolutely has Listen, something planned this Sunday and can't go watch the game. And so that's why he it's just he's just making stuff <laughs> up so that I'm not, Jake works again, so like,
0: I'm not. It's a one week suspension? This
2: <laughs> is oh my, I can't wait to see Christina's Instagram story from Sunday.
0: One week suspension.
2: I'm So what are you doing? What's on Sunday? Nothing. What's your plan? What are you gonna be doing
0: Sunday? I don't need to divulge my personal life to you. I have implemented <laughs> a one week suspension and I will be serving it. Um let's move on. Are you doing anything on Sunday. Let's move on to Dylan's response to the take that New England sports. sports fans are the worst.
3: I mean, we've all said, I mean maybe not Trey, but I know Tucker, me and Cam have all said Zappy exactly should have started this game. So I don't hate the fans for chanting Zappi. I mean, it's, he played two great games and played a great game before that when he came in for Hoyer. So I got nothing against chanting Zappi. But I think there needs to be an open mind about, you know, who should play the next game. Um, it shouldn't be set in stone anymore. Uh but that's the part, that's what sports is, is it's a competition within a competition. You have a team with competing quarterbacks now. And I mean, obviously, Jones had a successful season last year, uh, played sort of mid before he got hurt, didn't play great the other night. So what do you expect a, a franchise and a sports fan as involved as New England is Thank to, you. to do? Thank you. Uh, I wouldn't say that it's necessarily a bad thing. It makes them the worst fan base, but I mean, if you're if you're a Mac and you don't get anger in yourself and want to prove, then maybe you're just not the best competitor to, to play the game. Like if you're gonna. I, there's not no reports of him complaining about any of this stuff. But what I'm saying is, if it is affecting, him, it seems like he's a guy that if this would only try to propel him to be better, I just hope he doesn't think too much and just goes out and plays.
0: Cam, New England put, sports fans. I
3: put nothing on the, on the on New England
0: fans. Cam, New England sports fans.
1: Yeah, we always have. I have hated you guys from from the start, but. No, Tucker. Tucker hit the nail on the head, and we talked about it on the on the pod before. It's just nice that he's you know coming out and admitting it to the world. I don't think he's going to get a lot of love from on the the voting this week. So, um, yeah, you guys suck for sure, but you know you can't really spit too much game against us Giants fans. So I haven't had too much of a problem with it. Um, as opposed to like somebody like the Jets or a Colts,
0: maybe has. Alright. A hefty waste to take section. Let us move on to some segments. Fraud of the week. I have a fraud of the week. Do you guys want to hear my fraud of the week?
2: No. Shut up. Max. I Bill Belichick.
0: My fraud of the week is Bill Belichick. I mean, how the hell do you roll out An injured quarterback on a snap. Tucker left the call. I am in his kitchen. That's all that proves. I'm in Tucker's kitchen. Bill Belichick, how do you roll out an injured quarterback on a snap count, by the way? I'll discuss that more later. Um, How do you roll him out and pull him after two drives? That's insane in itself. But the fact that they lost to the Bears proves he's a fraud. He's an absolute fraud. He's lost it. This was a must-win game for them, believe it or not. They cannot afford to fall behind the Jets, and they're doing it. Um, They let Justin Fields run all over them. By the way, Justin Fields, from seeing him in person, he is exactly what we said Lamar was. Just a a glorified running back. Cannot throw the ball. Very good at running. Cannot throw the ball. He is a running back, and they couldn't stop him. Couldn't stop the outside run. Couldn't get any pressure on him. The defense is a fraudulent unit. They can't get off the field on third down. Said it before this year. Check the tapes. Um, yeah, the fact you couldn't get ready for the Bears in a must-win situation. God, you're a fraud. You're a fraud. Your organization's a fraud. Your is a fraud. Your son, who runs the defense, is a fraud. Every spawn of him is a fraud. Um, now, in terms of his legacy, fraud, tad fraudulent. Fraud, fraud. watch. He's been on fraud watch for a while. But, boy, does it every week it just looks more and more like Brady was everything. I mean, he's got a losing record without Brady. And, uh, yeah, Bill Belichick's my fraud of the week. Who's next? No one else has a fraud. I don't have a fraud this week. Tucker, do you have a fraud?
2: I have a fraud, and it's Tom Brady. Tom Brady this year has proven that he is over the hill. He should have stayed with his family, and... I think I'm the only one brave enough to say it before the season. I think everyone else had already thrown out their Tom Brady's over-the-hill part. They had all wasted it, and they felt like a broken record saying it over and over again. I correctly said this year, Tom Brady's over the hill. It's done with. He's over. And everyone said, nope, you're wrong. He's playing till 60. I know I know Tom Brady better than anyone. He's dead. He's over the hill. we on.
0: Cameron from the week.
1: Yeah, Tomo won the bowl probably this year.
2: Um, Falcons might make the playoffs over the Bucks. Falcons suck.
1: Bucks are still number one in that division.
2: Let's just not forget that.
1: Um, I don't. Uh, yeah. So Jimmy G still on fraud watch. I'll give him. I'll give him a break because it was Kansas City this week. Um, my fraud of the New York Jets. We talked about it earlier in the week, or earlier, before we started recording. And I think the more they win, the more fraudulent they are. Uh, put that one together. I think that they're horrendous. They're, yeah. Tucker, I think you said that they've only beat one starting quarterback this year, and that was Aaron Rodgers. The other two losses were against the Bengals and the Ravens. They can't beat good teams. Aaron Rodgers is losing to everybody. He has no help. He's been playing awful. Um, the 5-2 Jets will probably win three more
2: games this season, max. Um, now, that goes very well into my lock of the year. Mind you, coming off a 4-0 and stretch, uh, maybe the greatest gambling stretch of all time, some people have been saying. Uh, not me, but others. Uh, my lock of the year is the New England Patriots. This is a automatic win. The fact that it's only two and a half points is laughable. Because at the end of the day, it's the Patriots versus the Jets. Zach Wilson's bad. Did you know that this was the lowest amount of passing yards a QB has had in two wins in a row? In since, actually, no, there was one other time recently. But, like, in 20 years... There's only been one and it was Tua. But he threw for two hundred and thirty passing yards between the two games. He's not good at quarterback. The defense is good because they're playing against terrible quarterbacks. And no and everyone's just like, yep, top ten team in the NFL. I'm sorry. Beating ten beating five terrible teams what, four terrible teams, doesn't make you good at football. I mean, it's there's been nothing impressive about this stretch. I guess the, the Packers, but they're getting worse every single week. I think they might lose to the Broncos.
0: The Packers are not good.
2: Yeah, I mean, they've gotten worse and worse and worse, it seems, like as the season's going on, because I don't think Aaron Rodgers is a play-through adversity type of guy. Um, but this is just a bad team. They're not that good. Rock of the Year Patriots. If you guys want to print some money, just follow my goddamn bets. I've been trying to tell you for weeks now.
0: <laughs> All right, let's uh, move on to – Now, Cam, I know I had said to you that uh, as long as the Giants were on top, they were going to take precedent here. But I think with what's going on in New England right now, we should sign fine. We should your start. Takes, your takes make
1: sense into it, but mm-hmm. I'll go into my Giants. Right? I was at the game.
0: Um, well, I was going to talk more about the Patriots. We didn't really touch on the game too much. Oh, Jesus. All right, go ahead. Yeah, I mean. All right, so obviously, oh, Jesus. you know kind of where we stand. Um, I was there, and boy, was this a disaster. Um, The fact that Bill is trying to pass this off, that he had a plan to pull Mac Jones after two series, is such a crock. Um. Clearly, they wanted to go with Mac. He wasn't ready. Uh, He threw a bad pick, and they took him out. That's what happened. Now, Mac came out after the game and said, yeah, that was the plan. Do you think he would go against anything Bill says right now? He's holding on for his life. He's terrified. So what I'll say about the game from what I watched is that Mac looked bad. He looks frantic in the pocket. He is like his feet are a disaster. He's just tucking and running. I don't know what's up. I don't know if it partly is the play calling. I think it is. But I think he's just nervous. I think he's nervous because he doesn't want to get hurt again. I think he's nervous that he's going to lose his job. So, like Dylan said, I think he needs to settle down and play football. Um, I would have thought that this was a game to do it. Obviously, they shouldn't have started it. Everybody's right. Zappy should have started the play the entire game. The, the, the Bill, creating this QB controversy. Everyone
2: but you. I just want to pass What? was right. that that You should have started that game.
0: So I, yes, I was, I, I, I thought we were good enough to beat this team. And I thought Mac was healthy enough. Everybody said he was 90%. I don't think he's 90%. He was like terrible. He was so bad. Just watch Mac and you win that game. No chance. And this whole, this whole story about the wire, it's a non-story. The ball was, was sailed by a mile. That ball was not changed by that stupid wire. ESPN saying it didn't hit it. I don't buy that either. I think it did hit it, but that was a terrible ball anyway. So it's a non-story. But I think the fact that Bill has created this QB controversy and is continuing to not name a starter. Yes, it has come out that Mac Jones will start this week. Bill will not back him up. Clearly, he does not trust him. He has ruined the development of this kid. He has screwed up this franchise for three years after Brady. He let Brady walk in the first place. Every time I've said fire Bill, it's been kind of tongue-in-cheek. I've never really meant it. And I've said, oh, if he does this, then fire him. Or if he doesn't do this, then fire him. I am saying right now, he needs to be fired. It's over. It's time to change the guard. It is time to move on. We are in a new era. We have to de- We have to evolve. It's not going to work anymore. It's just not. The way he's handling this franchise is pathetic. The hires he's made, the, uh, the, the personnel movement he's made, the draft picks he's made, it's it's not working. It's not working. It's time to move on. I think Robert Kraft should step down as well. I think Jonathan should take over. I think you should have a full changing of the guard now. It's time to move into the next era. Bill has clearly lost it. Like I'm serious this time. Like he is. He can coach decently in some games, but it's too much for him now, man. He's 70 years old. It's not his fault. He's just lost it. He has, and it's time to move on. I am fully on fire. Bill Belichick train now. I. I don't want him as my head coach anymore. It's a shame because he's done a great job. He's done a great job up until the last five years or so. And he's been pretty bad. So, you know, he gets by on, on his legacy and I get it. Like he's, I, I owe him a lot. It's just time to move on. It's sometimes time to move on. It's time that you just got to have a clean break sometime. So I would fire Bill Belichick if I was the owner of the Patriots. Not this week. At the end of the year, I would fire him and uh, start over because, like I said, I'm committed to being a Mac guy now. Um, I think he has done that kid a horrible disservice and screwed him over. And there's a chance he never recovers. And we're back to square one. And I know we're rebuilding. I get it. Like, I didn't expect to win a Super Bowl the past three years. I said they were going to be bad this year. I said that they were going to make the playoffs last year. and The year before, I said that they were going to be bad. So, actually, that's not true. Because I said they'd probably get 10 wins. They didn't make that, that, that mark. So, I said they were going to be worse than they ended up being. Um, but the fact the rebuild's going like this is a sign that it is failing. And uh, yeah, I'm calling for Bill Belichick's job for real this time. I would like him to be fired. The Bears are terrible. You should not lose to that team. Uh, that's all I've got on, on it. And me chanting for Zappy, it was my mentality, and I fell for it. So it's my bad. It's on me. Um, Yeah, I'll, I'll
2: flow into this. Um, I think there's... Goes well into my take that uh, the Patriots fans are the worst. Literally, one bad loss, and they are saying that the greatest coach of all time should be fired. No. What an idiot. Um, but going up to some of the points, Trey saying the last five years have been awful. In the last five years, we won a Super Bowl.
0: Okay, last
2: you, four years. Mind you, a Super Bowl that Sean McVay said. I don't know what happened. I was just outcoached. The young gun, the guy that everyone was just talking about being this incredible coach, lost. Said that he was just straight up outcoached in a 3 to 13 loss. The highest powered offense in the NFL lost 13 to 3 to the New England Patriots. I know. It's all Brady. He held I can't believe that. While playing offense, he also held the rams the highest powered offense at three points that just shows how great of a QB really is that he could do that while only playing offense um but off of that um yes rebuilds take multiple years um I think that the drafting has been pretty solid the last couple of years I think Trey's actually agreed with me on that as recently as last week I'm sure he doesn't agree anymore because it doesn't help with his take um,
0: when Bill's not solely in charge of the drafts, they've been.
2: Billed. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. He does agree. It just didn't have anything to do with Bill. Only the bad drafts. It had something against. to do with him. Not yeah, as much yeah, as people think. He got the bad draft. He drafted Nikhil Harry on his own, but Christian Barmore and all. No, that. Josh
0: McDaniels has a hand in that, too. That was a bad pick by Josh
2: and Bill. Uh, I, I just don't buy this whole idea that everything bad is Bill Belichick. He's. Cripple the franchise. It's like no, Bill Belichick has sustained excellence for twenty years, and honestly, if we let Bill do what we want, we'd probably still be a top five team in the NFL. The only I said the biggest problem the Patriots made was not trading away Tom Brady at peak value. That's I mean, the that's that's insane thing. because all
0: you've done in this podcast is talk well, about how right, bad
2: Jimmy G is. You don't have to Got multiple first-round picks. The Patriots picked Brady over Belichick, and it bit them in the ass. Absolutely.
0: No, they picked the Belichick over Brady. They let Brady walk for nothing.
2: No, they picked Brady over Belichick.
0: Then they should have stuck with that, and they switched, and it screwed them. No. No. And right, you've, all Patriots you've done is talk about Patriots. how bad Jimmy G is. He's not looking on this team, the Patriots aren't good. Trip. All you've that talked is about how team. bad the how bad Jimmy G is, and now you're saying, oh, they should have stuck with Jimmy G. I think that
2: Jimmy G. Guess what? If he's under the greatest head coach of all time, a guy that develops talent better than anyone, I think Jimmy G. Still had a promising future. Do I think Jimmy G. has been great in San Francisco? Absolutely not. But he's an extremely good game manager, and that's what they need from him.
0: Dylan, what do you think about the most embarrassing regular season loss in Patriots history?
2: <laughs> um, yeah, not not a great game, obviously. Um, I mean, the I'm gonna say one last thing: the fact that we are calling for his head after one bad loss is just a just testament how great he it's, it's the QB thing, Tucker. It's the QB thing. It's not the, the loss. It's the QB thing. How great he's been over 20-plus years. You're missing
0: the point. I don't have time to go over it again. Dylan? I'll
3: bring a little sense back. Yeah, one bad game. Obviously not great, but there's been a string of sort of questionable management calls by Belichick, and there's been some questionable maybe even play style uh, decisions by the coaching staff in general he is old I think it's getting time for him to go thank you um, and you know it, it's it's amazing how, the, how Trey's attitude can flip one week to the next I mean we were kind of riding high last week now it's like we're you know buried in dirt
0: because I didn't expect
3: him to do this with the quarterbacks it was one bad week. Next week they can go out and win. They're going to be smoked of, by the Jets. A, a <laughs> lot of. <laughs> a lot it's of. Smoked. And then if, if they win, a lot of fires will be uh, quenched, if that's the right term. And I think we'll be in a better spot at the end of next week. Uh, and Trey, well, Trey, Trey's brain will
2: be in a better spot next week. Trey, what's it say that's the stupidest thing that Bill Belichick's ever done?
0: Was do what you thought. That's not the stupidest thing he's ever done. Yeah, this, yeah, this is sure. right up there. You're this quarterback
2: management, management, how he handled the QB situation. You were the one screaming. You were at the game screaming to put in Zappy, and Bill Belichick did that. And you're like, "Wow, that was." Well, he I to told you that was immediately for his act.
0: I told you that was in the moment. That was stupid of me. Yes, that was stupid of me. It was in the moment. Yes, if the dumbest thing Bill Belichick's ever done is think like you. D- that's pretty stupid for him to be doing it. if he's a head coach you're right that is inc- that is fireable Tucker that is if
2: fireable you do in that career is think
0: what you thought If he's thinking like a guy in the 300 seats that's he should thought. be fired.
2: Probably pretty stupid If the
0: stupidest thing this man's
2: ever done is think like you <laughs> yeah, I'm not an NFL head coach. I'm not I'm but, not but, an- but, but now you're a genius. No, now you're an idiot you were an idiot.
0: Did I call myself a genius? You know,
2: you were an idiot on Monday night, and no one should ever listen to anything you say. But now we should all listen to you and fire Bill Belichick. When did I say it was a genius? And that's a testament to why we should keep him. Is that you think he should be fired?
0: When when did I say it was a genius? When did I say I had all the answers? I didn't. I'm saying what but I if think, you think right he now. Be
2: fired, and you think you're right in
0: that? Yes. Which means you're probably wrong. Zappy should have started the game. You guys are right. He should have started the game. I shouldn't. I shouldn't have turned my back on that. I feel bad about myself tur- turning my back on that. That's what I feel bad about. I don't feel bad that like Bill's an idiot because he's stupid. He's lost it. He's senile. Dylan, you were in the middle of something. I think.
3: I think. I think it's over.
1: Think all right,
0: Cam. Anything on Patriots before we go to Giants?
1: Fire them all. them.
2: Um, Rebuild. Clear House. Just like the Giants did. Do you really believe that? Cameron,
1: are you just saying that to be a troll? No, I mean... You're looking... I've already made the take. No, I've already made the take. Bill's trying to ruin the team because it'll make him look better that um, when they... He's setting them up for future failure so that they'll never win again until there's Mars Ranks. That's my my take. I believe it. I'm sticking to it. I I mean, I don't know. I just don't think Bill has the same... Motivation as he did when he had a young Brady, as he does right now.
0: That is three who agree with with what this side. You're alone.
1: I don't think that he's stupid. I think he's. I don't think he's. I don't think
0: he's stupid either. I think he is failing as a head coach.
1: He's trying to rush
0: the process
1: because he is old. He doesn't have the motivation that he had when he had a young Brady. Yeah. He doesn't have 16 years ahead of him. And I think he's just trying to do too much at once. Okay, Max, not the guy. Move on to Zappy. Okay, go back to Max. I think he's—he uh, just doesn't have the time for a rebuild. And he should have retired when Brady left. Anyway, the New York Football Giants, speaking of clear and sharp, have the best coaching staff in the league. It's not close. Um, they are an absolute unit of a football team. Very fun to watch. The most boring fun team you'll ever watch in the NFL. Um, Daniel Jones is a running back he uh, does not care, he does not fumble, he does not throw interceptions anymore he's a beast Um, we are so injured everyone on our team is injured there was a guy who broke his eye socket in the game the other day Um, I don't know how he did that, he's getting facial reconstruction surgery, starting tight end out Um, Evan Neal also got injured, I haven't heard too many updates on him. Aziz Oljuari, a second-round pick last year, he was out. Uh, we're missing three wide receivers, Sterling Shepard, Kenny Galladay, and Therese Tony all still out. And somehow, we just come together as a team and win every single game ever, except for one. Um, <clears throat> I I had a blast at the game. Um, so let me give you a little bit of a sneak peek on what it was like in Jacksonville going this game. So... We leave the game. It says 31 minutes on the GPS to the game from our Airbnb. Right? I'm like, Okay. Cool. We leave at I want to say 11 o'clock. We do not get parked until about one o'clock. That is game time because we had to go over a bridge, and apparently they only open up one lane of the bridge, even though there are two lanes on the bridge. It makes no sense, but apparently they do it every week. Um, so we're already having a tough time. We park in a spot that is a mile from the stadium, and it says no parking, but we're just taking the risk. We do it. We ask the first cop, hey, which is the fastest way to walk the stadium? Whichever way you want. That's what he said to us. We said, oh, okay, well, thanks for the help. He goes, you're welcome. Uh, another guy, hey, what's what do you think, where's the best way to go? He's like, I don't know, man, I'm just directing traffic okay, well, what what do you what, what's wrong with you guys? I never did that. I was always polite and humble as my crossing guard duties were to be. Um, but I get it. i dealt with New Yorkers, so I, I just kind of let it slide. We walked past this guy. We didn't even talk to this guy first. It's just this guy watching one of the parking lots. He goes, hey, you guys got parking passes for this parking lot? We're like, nope, we didn't park there. And he goes, yeah, good thing. <laughs> I'm like, dude. Where is the hostility coming from in Jacksonville? So, eventually we get to the seats. And it's 7-0 Giants at this point. Um, and the G- Jags get like a first down. As soon as we sit down, Jags get a first down. And this young kid, 17 I want to say, turns around and starts screaming in the fan of a 70-year-old Giants fan. First down. And that's when I knew that I was going to like these Jags fans. Uh, they were very... Very brutal. They were mean, rude, obnoxious. And it just seemed like a parody. Because I don't know where. They have nothing to lose. All that hate is just built up from just constantly being bad since 1995. Um, And it was really a joy to be there. It just really seemed like one big prank. Like that fan base, nobody really knows where they came from. Um, But they're just enjoying themselves. There was a pool at the stadium. That was pretty cool. Uh, we, We had a nice little view of it. But yeah, other than that, I don't know if you guys listened to any of that. Maybe Dylan did. But uh, Giants are good.
0: I listened 6-1. to it. Um, Yeah, I mean, so to touch on your fan experience, I sat next to a couple of Chicago Bears fans at the game. So nice. Just the nicest people in the world. It was actually pretty pretty nice to have because there were a old Bears fans behind me. And as soon as I got there, I was like, I'm going to talk so much trash to these guys. And I never, never was able to. So that was tough. But you mentioned Danny Jones. Can't turn it over. Is he the guy? Moving forward.
1: Yeah, so here's the thing, and I think <laughs> I say this every single week.
0: I know, but I about, it, it, he, we, it's, we t- know it's if, tough. We won't know if he's the guy until he's the guy.
1: It's, there's really no other explanation. I think this is what I want to do at this point. If we lose out, he's gone. See a Loser. Hate him. But. If we make the playoff, if we make the playoffs, not even talking about a winning, winning a playoff game, I think you have to resign him to a year. And if you, if you like somebody in the draft, you because if you're gonna, if you're gonna resign, him, you gotta like somebody. You can't trade for anybody. You're not gonna pick anyone up in free agency because if you sign him for a year after making the playoffs, he is gonna get paid a little bit. I mean that's just kind of how it goes. So you got to like somebody in the draft um, that you can compete with. That is my ideal situation. I do want him. I want him on the team. I do think that he he brings something to the table where he's just he's just playing with some big balls right now. And I I love it about him, but until week 18, I I don't know if I'll be able to answer
0: this question properly. So like I've been Pretty supportive of the Giants thus far, I'd say, Cam. Um, I guess... So, your best win has got to be the Ravens, right? Like, if you look at your schedule, the Packers looked like a nice win, but they are I think they're bad, right? So, like, you've got one good win on your schedule. I mean, if you want to say the Titans, who I think are pretty mid, too... Um, you, I think you got really one good win. So it's, again, like, I get why people are kind of discounting them. I think that this next game is going to be a kind of a big one because the Seahawks are playing pretty well. Um, obviously, the Eagles games are going to be huge, but I'm still, like, a little, little bit um, apprehensive um, about them. Tucker, Giants thoughts? Anything? That's what, I'm,
1: that's what I've been saying every
0: week because I don't
2: know. Yeah, I know,
0: but, until, like... Until week 18... But the thing is, like, I don't, I can't say they're they're frauds because they're winning. So, like, no, they're not.
2: Yeah, they, the Jets are a
1: different kind of breed because it's the Jets. The Giants have done similar things when you don't think they're good, then they win the Super Bowl. That 0-7 season,
0: they were supposed to be bad,
1: right? So I, I just don't think. Them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't you ask me anyone on the team. Saquon is he going to be? I don't know. He might not make a pro bowl. He could just flip flop He could break his ankle. I don't know. I know that Brian Dable is
2: fat, and I love him.
0: He's nuts. Tucker, Giants
2: thoughts at all? Um, I think the Giants are playing as well as they physically can be. Do I think they're the most talented team? No. Do I think Dable is? The coach of the year this year, absolutely. It's, it's a two-way race between him and Pete Carroll, and I think those are the only two people you can talk about. Um, but I don't think they're the most talented. I just think that they're playing great and doing as best as they physically can in every aspect of the game. I think it's proving to be enough in all the games. I I like I do I put them on the tier with like the top teams. No, I do not, but. I do believe they're good, and they're only going to get better from here.
0: See, I, I don't know about less, that. I think they could get really bad. Like that's the thing.
2: I don't think they can get really bad as long as they like. I think that they are on an up. Like if we're talking uphill trajectory as like being bad in six and one, then no, I don't think they'll be bad in six and one or something like that. But I do believe that this team's just gonna develop get more talent and become a contender eventually. Yeah, one hundred percent. I don't think they're any I don't think they're near that yet. I think they're still missing pieces, but I think they're on their way now. I think they're
0: on an upward trajectory. So when I say really bad, I don't I guess I don't mean really bad, because I don't think they are gonna like lose out or anything. But I think they could have a sort of collapse where they end up around that five hundred mark. Is what yeah,
2: I, I could see them going, like, you know... Which I think would
0: be disastrous. Or though. something
2: like that to end the
0: year. But I don't...
2: Like, I, I don't know what Cam's thoughts are on the team, but I don't see 9-8 and eight as a failure for this team. Um, I just, at this, I this point, it's a failure.
0: I agree with Cam.
2: Maybe it is, but I don't know. I think that if they're... Look at the schedule. I, I haven't looked at the schedule. Maybe I just kind of... I mean, I know they're in the NFC beast, so I just assume. Easiest schedules in the NFL this year. Uh, well then maybe, maybe it's a different story. Speaking of uh,
0: strength of schedule, Dylan, do you have Giants thoughts?
3: Uh, yeah, they're going to win the next like three out of four games and then they're going to lose like the following. What would that be? Uh, they they'll go 3 and 4 mm-hmm. after that and they're going to end to like gonna 11 7. They're going to end up 11
0: 7 in the playoffs. That's pretty damn good, man. Um, 11 and 6. All right, the last NFL thing we'll touch 11
1: on. 11 6 is the worst. 11 and 6 is the worst I'll, I'll take right now. And I think that's good. Anything less than that's 11 6 looking at their schedule after how they started
0: is is, is going to be upsetting with me. I wouldn't say a failure though. I think if they no, get no, no. Uh, I think if they get under 10 wins at this point, it's a failure. Yeah, yeah. 11-6. and six. Playoffs at 10-7, and seven, I'll
1: be okay. But, like, damn, we could have done better. At least about the Commanders now with Taylor Heineke. I would no. be. No, well, I would well be. the Giants usually take care of the Commanders. Well, I can't. They take care of the Redskins. I don't know how it's <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um Commandos. Um, the last NFL thing we'll touch on. Tuck mentioned it. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man. And Cam, I've been kind of running with you for the past couple of weeks where they've been pretty bad, saying they'll still win it anyways. And obviously I made my take last week that they'll turn around this week. I I don't think they're winning the Super Bowl. I'll say that right now. Um, They look bad. And I think the reason that they're struggling so much, obviously they can't get a run game going. They're like historically bad at running the ball. But um, I think those all those injuries to the line are really what's doing it. Uh, Brady needs a good line to be able to play. The Patriots always seem to have, like, a pretty decent line. Like, it was sometimes better than other years, but they always seem to have a decent line. The injuries, I think, killed them. They're getting Ryan Jensen back, I think, at some point. So that might help them, but they can't run it. And Brady, you know, he's old. He can't move. He was never really able to move anyways. Um in terms of, I mean, it's not really their defense because they're kind of holding these teams within range. But, like, they just, the offense is so bad. And I think it's just because the line is terrible. Cam, you keep saying that they're winning the bowl. I've been on you. I'm, I'm jumping off that, that train. And I know this probably confirms that they'll win it because every time I say I count out Tom Brady, he punches me in the face. Um, but... I think there's no chance for them. I think this is I think this is Brady's last year in Tampa. I I'm worried he's going to play again next year. He said no retirement my future. Um I think he'll go somewhere San Francisco possibly. Um or I mean I don't think Miami would bail on Tua. Maybe they would. If if they if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are smart. Never mind. He's going to be a free agent. So never mind that. But I think I think they're good? I think they're they're cooked. I think he's yeah, just okay. snorting. Um Tucker, you obviously think they're done?
2: Uh yeah, I I don't think this team has it. I think if a coach should be fired, I don't know why Todd Bowles name isn't getting thrown up constantly. Um uh, Do you think he should be fired?
0: Todd Bowles? Trey. Todd Bowles? Yeah, Uh yeah, but I don't think it really matters. I don't think he's really a big a big part of the franchise. Like I don't think, I think they, I think if they had their line, they'd be winning. I think Tom Brady is the the be all end all of that team. I said that when they fired Bruce Arians. I said it's Tom's team now. He's just a guy. So yeah, he probably will get fired, and he probably should. But they need a fall guy, and he's gonna be the fall guy.
2: So you're saying that Tom Brady might not be a great head coach and probably needs good coaching around him to be able to be at his top of his game?
0: Um, at <laughs> I'm this, just trying to understand what you At saying. this age, um, I think, I mean, I okay. think, no, 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 I'm not saying that. Because like I said, I think if they had the line, they'd be winning. I said that before that. I said that before. If they had what? If they had their line healthy, they'd be winning. They have, like, the best
2: defense in football.
0: As their well offense as is the, the problem, three, Tucker. I'm not talking
2: about their defense. A top three receiving core and a good run game. But, you know what? Fine. Um, I'll take it. Um, but, yeah, they're just not good. And there's no real reason for why they're not good because they're good at every aspect of the game. Like, there's no weak – I guess they have in, they have injuries on the offensive line. Um, won't deny that. But – I, I feel like I've seen worse. I mean, there's worse lines in the NFL. Tristan worse isn't it out? Is he?
0: I think he might be. He was. Like they all bit. pro left tackle. I, I think, don't think he know. was for a bit. I don't know if he still is. But I just feel like it's always just
2: excuses, excuses, excuses for why Tom isn't doing well. Uh, because no one can blame him, but I'm happy to blame him. Um, he put up three points against the Panthers. That's terrible quarterback play. Any other quarterback in the league, he'd be benched. Tom Brady would be benched if he wasn't Tom Brady right now. If you should get the Matt right. I agree with that.
1: I I would 100% agree with that. That's a good point. Cam, are they still? But he'll ball? never get benched, and he'll probably
2: when he as and he shouldn't <laughs> get benched. I'm not saying Tom Brady should be benched. Tom Brady shouldn't be benched. Because he's Tom Brady. But if he's any other QB in the league, he gets benched. I think you might. Listen to this. I think you bench him. Bench him for one.
1: That that's would be the, the ultimate Todd See what happens after that. That one game. I think that's where Todd Bowles does not have the Todd Bowles there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he has not <that> big <laughs> enough Bowles
1: <laughs> to, uh, to make that, thing, that happen. Is I that don't think ad- that. I don't think he would do it. I think he would just go into the game anyway.
0: Was that an accident, Cam? You didn't mean to say he doesn't have the balls? No, I, it came out kind of how I wanted it to. Yeah, that was good. Um, uh, thanks. Are they still with um, the ball?
1: I think, um, no. I, so here's, let me make something clear. I, I absolutely do not want them anywhere near the, the playoffs. I think they just I'm not I'm not gonna speak ill on Tom Brady because he, he he listens and he knows and he just makes us out to be idiots every time. But if, if it could just be Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, seems like a, a shoe in and then we could get the Seahawks to win the division, the Falcons win their division, and then the Pat well the Vikings look like they're a shoe in. And then who else who else am I missing here? One more. Could be the, the Packers maybe or the Frogs. The NFC is pretty garbage. Um, if if it goes the right way for us. The teams that are winning the divisions right now are not playing well. So um, Is this the
0: Vikings year?
1: No, it never is nor will be. But Kirk Cousins was ranked 99th best quarterback on the NFL 100 list. Mac was 85.
0: What a robbery that was! Yeah, Big Mac, fan, though. Big no, Mac. Mac. get back on board. No, Come Mac. On. Mac was good last year, and he's been absolutely destroyed by bad coaching. Um, Dylan, Brady,
3: uh, Thomas, Edward, Patrick, Joseph, Brady.
0: You threw another right? one in, an extra one. In. Extra Joseph in yeah. there, uh, Brady. Yeah, I don't know the benching idea. I'm,
3: I kind of want to get involved on the benching train. Need um, to light a fire under Tom. He seems a little sulky. I don't like sad Tom. Um, he yeah. uh, he's not playing. You know, with enough gusto. He's just kind of like, eh. Uh, I think that he's got weapons enough weapons around him. I think the team's good enough. Um, my guess is they turn it around pretty heavily second half of the season and they get in the playoffs and they make a run for it. I think a lot, a lot of people are still in that boat.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I think that too. I just don't think they have enough to win it. Um, next year, Brady, player coach, Patriots. Who says no? Um Alright, let's quickly, World Series, obviously, matchup set, Phillies, uh, Astros, um, obviously we touched on the Yankees having just an embarrassment in the championship series, Um, they are keeping Cashman and Boone, I think we said last year at this time that let them have one more year, I think Cam said that, or Dylan said that.
3: Uh, yeah, I had to take that he was fired after this year. Yeah, so... Who would have been this year? Oh,
0: loser, Dale. Um, But, yeah, I mean, obviously that's an embarrassment, and the Yankees just deserve it. And uh, there's reports now that the Yankees are, like, a terrible organization to play for. Nobody wants to be there. Judges are out the door. We'll see. Um, But in terms of the World Series, uh, I already said I'm rooting hard for the Phillies. Um, they seem like a more fun team than the Astros. It's not even just the cheating thing, but like Bryce Harper, who's been so hyped for so long, finally getting a chance, and um, they they have Kyle Schwarber. They brought the Red Sox tradition from last year over to the Phillies, which I kind of don't love, but um, it's a cool one. Dancing on my own, they played in the clubhouse after wins. Um, I got the Phillies in six. I the Houston. You know, as much as the cheating stuff is stupid and has marred their franchise forever, they are good. And they have proven that they didn't need to cheat to win, which is even stupider that they did. They have insane talent. Um, they're really well run. But, I mean, I can't root for them. I They're scum. They're terrible. And as much as I hate the Yankees, like, cheating cheating to that extent, like, I get it in baseball if you're stealing signs. Cheating to that extent is so dumb. And they didn't need to do it. I would never root for the Houston Astros unless they're playing the Yankees I did root for them silently I didn't tweet about it didn't say anything um, but I want the Phillies to win this Philly is a is a fun city to see when um, their psychos goes uh, maybe could get a good always sunny episode out of it so Phillies in six uh, tuck uh
2: yeah I um disclaimer I do have a speaker on the Astros um, but the Astros are the utmost hated team, and I kind of love them for it. If you're like, oh, they cheated in baseball. Everyone cheats in baseball. It's part of baseball. you only, like, shamed if you get caught. But everyone cheats. It's part of the sport. The Red Sox did it at the same time. The Yankees did at the same time. Everyone was doing it. They were just the only – they just got the most of it. They did it
0: – but they did it so much worse. Like, they – it wasn't to the same level. Banging the on the drum. Yeah, Red Sox I'm and the Yankees – Red Sox and Yankees stole signs using electronics. That's what they did. They did not communicate those signs to batters using buzzers and drums. Like That's insane.
2: Um, Everyone cheats. That's just my thought on the topic. Um, but, I mean, they're a tear-your-heart-out franchise. I think this game, I think that they're just more talented. I, I agree with I, that. I think it's a full-on sweep. I think it's Astros in four straight.
0: I wouldn't be surprised.
2: I, I just think it'd be hilarious, you know. Phillies fan loud. I want to hear, I want to hear Philadelphia silent. I want to see Game four 20 twenty dollar ticket to a World Series game.
0: That did happen. Yankees. So the Yankees. I yeah. bet the Sox wouldn't do that. They'd pack Fenway. Bad sports. Absolutely. Bad sports town. No talk. Um, uh-huh. oh, Boston. Yeah. Boston. Bad sports town. We'll pack the house for our boys when they're down 0-3, but we're bad. Um, Cam, obviously you're you're coming off a tough loss. Uh, you got any thoughts on the series?
1: Yeah, um, I think the Astros are going to win. I hope the Phillies win, although the Phillies have two World Series, and each year there has been a recession, a financial crash. Um, so I don't know if I'm a fan of that part. Um, yeah, yeah, that's fair point. I hate the city of Philadelphia, but not really the Phillies. I've never had anything against the Phillies. I would agree to that camp. Um, See, I, don't I like Philly. I kind of like the Phillies. The Eagles, absolutely not. Uh, the Flyers, I've actually never no. been a big Flyers fan. The only Bruins game I ever went to, um, they played the Flyers. Ate them, didn't like them. Ugly, uh, terrible mascot. Scared. Gritty? You don't like gritty? I like no, I'm gritty. Scared. No, he's an ugly mess.
3: As long as in the we have, in the lab at work, when we go into the 200 degree oven, we have to put on these like mitts, and they're orange and fuzzy, <laughs> yeah. and I feel like gritty. Every time I put them on, I'm like, I'm gritty.
0: Has gritty done the gritty?
3: Definitely has. Also, Sixers, we don't need to talk about the Sixers. No
0: I hate the Sixers. I like the city of Philly though because I feel it's very much in the same vein as Boston.
1: As far ba- it's very similar to Boston. I was in Philly a few months back. And,
0: a lot uh, of angry people. A lot of angry, cold people. They there is an
1: accent there,
0: and they would You're never pinpoint it. Water. Is one. Water. It's not a good one
1: either. It's not <laughs> something you can. You can. Nobody can do it. So it, I feel like it's not likeable. If you can't
0: imitate. It. Um. I mean, I, I respect Philly fans. I think they love their teams. I think they hate them when they lose, and they're mean. I respect it. I respect Philly fans. They beat us in the Super Bowl, fair and square. I was pissed off. But you know what? The celebration afterwards, pretty electric. Um, Dylan, baseball guy, obviously. You know more about this than any of us. What do you think?
3: Um, I think the Astros might have a clean sweep on this one. Let's go. I I'm sad to say it. I want the Phillies. I think it's sort of a Cinderella type team, and I, you know, the Astros are just so well rounded. They have good pitching. their Their lineup is great throughout. I don't think Philly has the pitching, and the, their lineup is kind of iffy. You know, you're you're they're just not even remotely close to the favorite. So
0: it's like the the Nationals a few years ago, though.
3: That is true. There's always the chance. So the thing for in order for this to to work is uh you need um you need the Phillies to win the first two games. Or sorry, you need the Phillies to because it's uh Astros home field advantage. They need to win one of the next two and then they so go one and one and then they have to win both games at home. If they don't win both games at home, they lose.
0: All right. Um, it is Halloween time, spooky season. This is our Halloween episode. Last year, we did Halloween Candy, um, which is obviously kind of the no-brainer of Halloween. This year, we are going to do another staple of Halloween, courtesy of Lindsay, Cam's girlfriend. Horror movies. Top five horror movies. Now, this is a list that I actually had fun making, but I'm not a horror movie guy. I am an absolute coward when it comes to that type of stuff. Um, I've I've actually surprised I've seen enough to make a list. Um, but I actually really like some of these movies. Um, but I guess, Cam, since it was your girl's idea, do you want to jump in and start it? Is she going to be picking alongside us? Did she send you a list? Um,
1: she's in the living room freaking out about some show that she watches, so she probably forgot that she even mentioned this. It's all good. Um, I will start it off. Now, I mentioned in the in the chat earlier there were a few. So Silence of the Lambs, Get Out, and Jaws all were, they came to mind. I'm not going to use any of them. Um, I do like Get Out. I like Silence of the Lambs. I just, I'm, I'm thinking more on the line of, like, the, the stereotypical, you think of, like, horror movies, you kind of think of these. So, <clears throat> um, number five, I'm going to go with The Purge, or The Purge series. Um, a lot of these have sequels and stuff, so I'm just going to loop them all in. Uh, I thought The Purge was a, a really neat concept when it first came out. Um, It's still mentioned, you know, kind of jokingly, I would say, uh, hopefully these days, days, um, but I I just always thought it was a really cool concept, and they have come out with uh, the sequels of, like, kind of how it all started, Um, and it's definitely, you know, it's it's kind of scary, the masks, a lot of people have those masks for Halloween.
0: My girlfriend, I think, Uh, was a Purge person, like, three years for Halloween. Yep,
1: that's just... It's very um, kind of a, t- a typical one. So I, I actually enjoy the movies as well. So that's going to be number five.
0: Um, okay. All right. So my number five is kind of going to vary from my list. My list is more about the slow build, um, not like hack and slash movies, but more of the suspenseful type of horror where you're kind of like worried the whole time. But the first one definitely is not that. Um, it's going to be insidious for me at number five. Only because this was kind of the first movie that I saw that was, like, straight-up horror. Like, I've been watching Jaws since I was a kid. I wouldn't classify that as a horror film. Some people would. I think it's more of a thriller than anything else. Um, there's a few jumpy, scary parts, but obviously it's not aged very well with the with the shark. But um, Insidious was, like, the first, like, real, like, ghost, you know, paranormal activity type, like, not so much the found footage, but like ghosts haunting a house movie that I have ever really watched. Um, I was about 12 or 13, I want to say, and I didn't sleep that night. It freaked me the hell out. Obviously you had some iconic moments in there. The, the, the demon guy kind of looks like that emoji, the, the scary red mask. Um, and then of course, tiptoe through the tulips. That song has been ruined for me. Although Cam and I, um, Used to hang out in the basement of my grandma's house, which is very dark and dusty and scary, and play that song to try to scare each other. Um,
2: Yeah, that scared scared me bad one time when I
1: was in the crypt. The
0: crypt. Um, But yeah, Insidious is going to be my number five. I don't see Tucker. Is he there? I am here. Do you have a five?
2: Um, i realize realized I haven't watched five horror movies,
0: like, in my life. I don't think that can't be true. Just
2: just never got into it. I've seen parts of The Purge, so my number five is The Purge.
0: All right. Not a horror movie guy. Um, I, I
2: found three that I've watched.
0: Dylan, number five.
3: Yeah, I'm also not a horror movie guy, and I'm having a lot of trouble over here.
0: Um you guys haven't seen anything recently. Anybody anybody know
3: what you know the movie it's uh it's with Nick Cage What about the terror? What about the Oh No Wayne Number five
0: Knowing. I
2: it one time. That is a good movie. That is watch, actually watch, the watch
0: first two. horror movie that I saw in theaters. I wouldn't I wouldn't classify it as horror, but I get where you're coming from.
3: No, yeah. it's it, terrible ending. But it was good. I, I thought it was going to be horror until they were like, oh, it's Aliens. And I was like, yeah. well, spoiler
0: don't alert, know, Del. Jesus. Nick K uh,
3: does not like
1: Aliens. Let me tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, so yeah, yeah, that's a it.
0: The numbers. What do uh, they if you mean? guys can't
1: think of any other ones, think about the scary movie franchise. That's not I horrible. thought about putting those That's on. Not horrible I would classify. I'll classify them.
0: All right. Well, we'll allow it if you can't come up with anything.
1: Number four, I'm going with Scream. Um, I am not gonna lie. I haven't seen the old ones. I've only seen the newest one with like uh, Emma Roberts and Hayden Pettitier. But my favorite thing about those movies, well, it's not super scary. Um, it's it's not like one of the. It's a slasher film, but it's not like. Uh, I, I don't know how to describe it. Like it's you know the person behind the person behind the mask is like a character, and it's also something that you you try to like figure out throughout the movie. You're like, I know it's one of these people. I have somebody to pick through. So who is it? And then it, you finally find out at the end. So, I, I another movie where I actually like the concept of it. And um, you'll notice a pattern where all these movies that I have on my list are things that could actually happen. Actually, that's not true. The next one's not. But <laughs> uh,
0: number four for me is going to be The Shining, a classic. Um, another, again, another slow build, um, all time movie, one of the greatest. Stanley Kubrick. Uh, they go up to this big hotel. Guy's trying to figure out his writing and things just start to get weirder and weirder. Um, Red rum was written on one of the East over rooms doors. When I first saw it, I screamed freaked out. Um, but yeah, I mean, all time performance by Jack Nicholson. Uh, Here's Johnny iconic scene. Um, I mean, there's so many iconic images from that movie that are like parried all the time. The twins standing in the hallway the uh all work and no play makes jack a dull boy part um but yeah i mean it's a classic it's not super duper scary i'd say um more of like a a psychological kind of thriller um but yeah i'm going shining for tucker uh
2: number four i have uh the Freddy krueger movie
0: nightmare on elm street
2: Yeah, let's go with that one. Um, I know what he looks like. He's a pretty scary dude. In your dreams, doesn't sound like a great way to be haunted. Um, So, yeah, number four, I have that.
0: You know what? I'll go off the concept if you have to. That's fine. Um, You poop in your dreams.
3: You
2: poop for real. (laughs) That's true. That happened to me when I was like eight.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I was like... Fourteen. I did that
0: while peeing. It was wild.
2: <laughs> wait, wait, wait,
0: time out. What? I, I. Peed. Remember, this is going on the peed, internet. Beat the bed. Yeah.
2: Fourteen. Oh my god! I thought you were saying you were peeing in your dreams. Then you pooped in real life. No, no
3: I was peeing in my dreams. I peed. It was wild.
0: Jeez. Hey, you gotta go to the bathroom before bed. Must, must be. Still do. You have the other four. Uh, yeah.
3: Um, number four. Uh, yes. Uh, I had one. and I just lost it. Um, um, Scary
0: Scooby Doo. That is a great one. Does that count? the The, the first Scooby Doo and like live action, kind of scary.
2: Watched
3: it not too long ago, you know, a
1: couple
3: months ago. If that um, comes, I'd like to put that at number four. Yeah, I'm putting that number four. First right. First live up. action, uh, classic. Is not a Scrappy Doo in that too? He is. That's that just,
2: is the yeah. he's the bad All guy. All
3: right. All right, that that that's that's a great movie. I don't watch horror movies. Put
0: it at four. I mean, low-key, When I was a kid, I was scared by those creepy monsters. I was scared by them. And the like, the spellcaster guy—he me out. There's a luchador in it for no reason. That's kind of crazy. Um, Cam number three.
1: Um, before I get to number three, you're speaking of like older movies that like were or like cartoony movies that were scary. Honorable mention:
0: Coraline. Dude, such a banger! Such a banger! That movie,
1: I'm pretty sure rated PG. And it should have been rated R, not for anything other than the fact that they had button eyes and they were they were so scary.
0: That's a banger, dude! I love that movie.
3: Never seen it. Too scared.
2: <laughs> Only movie that scared me growing up: Alice in Wonderland.
3: Oh, ah. scared the shit out of me. I get that it's a little trippy.
2: Um, anyway, I didn't say you my action. Like a horror movie, could watch it. You put me in Alice in Wonderland, freaked out, nightmares. <laughs> Um, Number three is
1: going to be, at one point, my all-time scariest movie. It's the only movie that I've ever not been able to go to sleep because of. Um, It's One Missed Call. Now, I don't know if you remember the... Maybe you'll remember the ringtone. (laughs) Never heard it. Never Never heard it. um, Well, look up one missed call. Oh, I've seen that one. Number five, one missed call. <laughs> First of all, look at the cover of that movie. You're going to be freaked out. Um, it, I, I watched it at night one time, just like on the couch, and I was freaking out. And I fell asleep on the couch. Worst possible thing I, I could ever do because I was wide open, ready to be killed. And I wake up, and I'm looking at my fireplace, right? And underneath the fireplace it's electronic so you can there's a little switch under there you can click just open up a vent. So I'm looking inside this vent and I swear to God the girl's face was in there (laughs) inside my fireplace. I promise you she was there. I looked at it, I got the covers around me because they can't get you when you're under the covers, that's just no everybody knows that. I sprinted at like three AM down my hallway. Probably woke up the whole neighborhood. I don't care. I was not trying to get get got. So one. <laughs> I remember oh. falling asleep on that couch. I, I remember, <laughs> you? I, uh, I wish I could just sleep on the couch every night. Obviously now, um, but going back, I, I watched it about a year ago. It's not. It's so dumb. It's not scary. Um, I was young, but yeah, give that one a try. it's, it's really clever.
0: Um, my number three is going to be one that I had. I took a film class in college, um, and we had to do a horror unit. I think it was probably around Halloween time. Um, and I was dreading it, but I got assigned a movie called It Follows. Um, really interesting concept. Basically the monster in this movie, you get it by having sex with somebody and they pass it to you. And basically what it is, is just a thing that follows you. At a walking pace, it's like that that thing. Like, would you take a billion dollars if a snail was always trying to murder you? But it could be any like it's always coming to, to you. Um, but basically, this thing will follow you at a walking pace until it gets to you and kills you, um, and then it will revert back to the person that gave it to you. But um, so it can shape shift, so it can literally be anything. Like, and so you're watching the movie, and you know this girl has the has the monster. It's a, it's a metaphor for STDs, but it has the monster and it's literally you're watching the background the entire time because you're just looking for people walking towards her. And she's doing the same thing and every time she see someone walking towards her, she freaks out. And you never know which one's the monster and it, it it's always just coming for you. And I think that's a really interesting concept. I think it's a good way to, you know, kind of parallel STDs and things like that. I think it's an interesting one but it's pretty scary, uh pretty unnerving just to be watching the background of a movie the whole time. Um but definitely check that one out. It follows my number three. Tuck? Scooby Doo Two?
2: Um number three for me is Final
0: Fantasy. Final this Fantasy movie of X The the video game? No, there's a movie. Final with, Destination? Uh, like what? Final Destination?
2: <laughs> Final Destination, the movie. Yes. Final um, Fantasy. Say I was in like eighth grade. Um, Pretty solid. Don't remember disliking it.
0: I don't, I've never seen yeah. those. I think, don't they like can see like how they're going to die or something it's, like that? They die or something
1: like that yeah. and then like they all die. <laughs> That's uh,
0: good. Dylan, number three. Uh, Yeah, number three.
3: Um, uh, I'll go with The Shining, number Uh three, classic, Kubrick. Um, I've watched this many, many, many more times than all the other horror movies I've ever watched. So I don't even know if it really counts as horror, but it's a good, it's a classic. Uh, Funny story, the music in that movie... Um, was put together who wrote it it? uh i forget
1: no i said you wrote it
3: (laughs) the the music was um uh originally some like techno thing like they had somebody uh they thought it was going to be all like all the rage this new techno electronic music and it sucked and then they put together the soundtrack for the whole movie using sound bits, no orchestra, uh, like two weeks before they had to like submit it for review and stuff.
0: Very interesting. Little
1: little knowledge for you.
0: Little movie backgrounds.
1: Another fun fact about The Shining. I've never seen it all the way through. I watched maybe half of it, and I was like, this is dumb and boring. I don't wanna watch it. It's always a slow build dude. Bit. Here's Johnny. I know he kills him. I've seen the hatchet go through the door a million times. Um You actually don't know that though. I I guess not. Never seen it firsthand. Uh Dale, yeah, i really hoping to see Tessis on your Tessis on your list. If you remember that movie. Spanish one that you had to watch that one time that I wrote a paper on. Uh, oh yeah. Maybe that'll come up. My number <laughs> Two. Hmm? Two is going to be Friday the Thirteenth. Um Magic. Also, I have never seen the old ones, but the the newest one was one of the um, a movie that we had on DVD. Parents did not know that there was some uh, <laughs> explicit <laughs> content in there, so I was watching that all the time, every single <laughs> Friday the Thirteenth was on there. Skipping around a little bit,
0: but I have slow pause
1: on. action. Yeah, a couple times. Um, but it's, uh, it's, it's a neat storyline and Jason's just an all-time, all-time villain, uh, horror villain. The Nightmare on is just not going to make my list, I'll tell you that. I've never seen it all the way through, or if I have, I don't really remember it enough. Um, but Friday the 13th, great.
0: That's one that I have only seen parts of the original. Too scared, too scary for me. Um... I remember as a kid, uh, my cousins watched it at my grandma's house. I was in the other room watching Spongebob or something. I was like, I'm not watching this movie. Seen parts of it. Know what happens. But um, my number two is going to be the Blair Witch Project. So again, this is another slow build, not a slasher. <laughs> oh, my God. I think it's so good. It's so well done. So basically how they made it was they literally just put these three kids in the woods with a director and let them go. And like a lot of it's improv. It's all shot by the actors. Um, And it's not like there's a witch like running through the woods. You never see it. You never see it. And that makes it all the more scarier. The ending is crazy. Like it just leaves you with so many questions. It was so good. It was the original found footage films. So all these films, Paranormal Activity, all those films that pretend they were found on a video camera. Like, that that Grandma's House one that came out recently <coughs> were because of this movie. People thought it was real. Like, people went out into the woods looking for these people, and they had to be like, no, this wasn't real. Um, there's one frame where you see, like, the witch, and it was a dude. They didn't tell the actors. It was a dude in, like, a jumpsuit, and he just, like, and on, like, stilts, and he just ran through the woods and scared the hell out of them. And it's, it's real and it's genuine. It is such a good movie. I know it's not action thriller. Oh, there's the bad guy. He's got a knife. It is a slow burn, slow build, very good horror movie. Blair Witch Project. Scary, scary stuff. Um, Tucker.
2: Um, my number two is it. Um, I saw this movie. (laughs) Um, it wasn't awful, I guess. Um It almost was good enough that made me want to watch the second one. I did watch fifteen minutes of the second one and then I got bored, so I stopped. Uh but I mean it was you know, I felt like it was like so culturally I mean, clowns were like a big thing when it came out. Like they kind of clowns to... were
0: walking around for a good two weeks in October of twenty seventeen. They were just walking around.
2: I, I remember like, to go on night and I would think about it. I'm like, I hope there's not a fucking clown.
1: Sure.
0: <laughs> so
2: i not yeah, Every <laughs> an college. Fun. Oh, every,
1: <laughs> every college campus had clown sightings.
0: Oh we had and one of the
1: year we had a group of about 30 random kids from the dorm. Never met these people in my life but we gathered together and We had weapons, people were carrying baseball bats and knives on our college campus. People were scared. On our college (laughs) campus and we ran around college campus with weapons and we saw the cops because the cops were alerted of these things and were genuinely looking for clowns and we went up to the cops and they said, we're like, we're just a group of vigilantes and they go,
2: if y'all find them, call (laughs) them.
1: Florida, Florida justice.
2: It was that was a very big thing. That's that's the most Florida thing I've ever heard. You're gonna die, <laughs> clown!
0: Um, never saw it. Was too scared. Dylan, number two.
3: Um, I hated the clown things. I hate clowns. Very scared. Um, irrational fear. Um, number two. I'm, right I'm going the the ring. Seen it. Terrible movie iconic scene with what's-her-face coming out all wet with the knife. Very unathletic. Breaking um, legs, climbing up the well. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, favorite scene and I think, Scary Movie 4, too, when they parody it. Um, yep. Shout out. Great movie. Probably better. Um, but The Ring, I've does actually this
2: seen this does, one. Does it's count? funny. Cam said that Did they it count? Count.
1: I, I said that you can count them. Oh fuck! I want to add that to my list.
3: Uh, so, and yeah, the ring number two. Cannibal. It's so bad, it's kind of good.
1: Number one should be the number one for everybody, and if it's not, it's not. You guys need to reevaluate your number ones because no. Saw is. Never seen By it. far. I haven't, haven't seen it. You guys are missing out. Saw is the greatest horror movie ever created. The First of all, the fact that they were able to go on nine times with Saw, which I've seen the most recent, I've seen every single one, and they do get worse every single yeah, time. Yeah,
2: they
0: can't be good but anymore. The, There's no way.
1: The thought process, one, one and two, one is very, very good. The plot twist at the end, I think we've done plot twist movies, and it made my list of like number three. Um, the thought process that goes into it is just astronomical. We never know what's going to happen next. Number two. <laughs> Very good plot twist as well. Um, I don't remember kind of the next ones in sequence, but I've seen them all. I wrote a paper about this as well in college, um, probably B plus work, whatever. And I've you. I've seen Saw probably four or five times, and I I'm not I don't mind gore. That's that's fine with me. I genuinely like it for the plot, and obviously the horror fact is there. Everyone thinks oh Jigsaw is that little man riding a trike, not a real person. Watch the movie. Well, yeah, that's I'm not Jigsaw. He's not real. It's just a puppet that is just riding around on a tricycle. <laughs> oh, that's the puppet
2: movie. Yeah, with, oh, the, with, the, with,
0: the, with the with the little
1: spirals <laughs> on his cheeks.
2: Like, say you want to play a game. Yeah, for? yeah. yeah. That's
1: all. Oh, yeah. That is. It's a tremendous movie. I promise you. Watch the first Saw movie. You don't have to watch the next ones. Watch the first one and tell me that you're not a shook at the end. That's all
0: I ask. So the reason I haven't seen sauce because I'm not a gore guy, can't get into gore, not not don't like it, freaks me out.
2: Yeah, I feel that. I almost threw up at the last uh, Game of Thrones episode.
0: It's not like I love gore. It's There's not. A lot of it's not like a like a fear. Like awesome. oh, I'm I, this is scary. It's more like like oh, I don't I don't want to watch. Like I don't want to see that. Like get away from me. Like that. No, like I. I've become like a soft stomach guy. Like I'm a guy that'll like start dry eating. It it, it 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 like might pass though because I I used tough. to be a like big scared of seeing blood guy and I've kind of gotten.
2: I'm not that. afraid of seeing blood. I will just fucking like involuntarily start dry eating.
0: It may. I used to feel really weak when I saw blood, but so it makes me better. Weak. Yeah, weak, weak willed.
2: I was never like this growing up. I don't know what happened to me.
0: Me neither. Too soft in my old age. Um, I guess so. My number one is going to be one you guys have probably never even heard of, uh, let alone seen. It's called yeah. *The Witch*. Um, so this is a movie. Is it, set, is it set in Salem? It is. It is set in Salem in the time period of the trials. So, but it's really accurate. So, like, they speak in Old English the whole time. Like. You can barely understand what they're saying half the time. So you watch it with subtitles on. But it's really, like, really well done. Um time
2: out, like the subtitles are saying it in regular people words.
0: No, but you can if you can read it, you can piece it together, then what they're saying so quickly they're speaking normally, they're just speaking in old English. So like they're like, Thy wilt go and tether thyself to the Lord and think like that. Um, so basically what it is, is there's a group in Salem that a a family in Salem that wants to leave because they feel they're being religiously persecuted. So they move out into the woods, all of a sudden their baby disappears. And then one by one crazy things start to happen. Um, but it is just really unsettling there. They live in a field in the middle of, um, of a forest so there's just surrounded by trees they have animals they have a black goat that plays a a part named black philip um but overall it is really frightening and it it i like historical stuff so um if it's in with that for me <laughs> I, there's something there's some witchery going on my screen right now with cam um so i'm losing my train of thought but um yeah, no, just a, a really cool movie. I think cool concept. Again, it's not all about a, it's not all about a monster running out of the woods and grabbing people. It's more about how this family is kind of sent into madness by this witch, um, and the ending is nuts. So, The Witch. Highly recommend you check that one out. Not super duper duper scary, but highly recommend you check it out. Um, Tucker.
2: My number one is The Shining. Um, Only one I really fully remember. Um, Great movie, though.
0: Shining making three out of four lists. That might be the big winner tonight. Dill? Number
3: one, clear winner. I've seen it maybe twice or three times. The Haunting in Connecticut. Oh, yeah. Based on a true story. Probably not very true. Uh, I'm not a big ghost guy anyway. I don't believe in that garbage. Um, but this house haunted, right? They got things going out on around. They hire a person to come in and check out the house. There's trouble afoot. Um, and they figure it out in the end. Everybody's okay. Uh, but wild movie, uh, scary. Got some jump scares. Don't really know what's happening sometimes. Um, Big climax. It's it's a good movie.
0: Now did they make? Because I'm not a horror did guy. Did they make old, an old? Wasn't there an old version of this and a new version of this? There might have been an older version. I think my mom likes the older version. Um, all right, that's it for list, guys. That's it for our show. Two hours. We knew it was going to be a long one with all the all the developments in our sports worlds, but. Um, we'll keep you updated as we keep going. Nearly halfway through the NFL season, gentlemen. So that's kind of nuts. But, um, yeah, that's all we got for you tonight. We'll be back next week with another great show. Have a happy and safe Halloween. Check your kids' candy for, for razor blades and don't such. Don't get sexually trafficked like we mentioned at the top of the episode. Just uh, don't. Just don't to do surprise,
3: no one put it.
2: Tucker
0: had it.
3: We
2: talked
3: about clouds. Sorry, I blocked it all out. You're going to die, clown. I was like,
0: I'm done. Um, yeah, so happy Halloween. Thanks for getting wasted with us. Drink responsibly this weekend. And uh, we'll see you next episode. So long.
3: See ya.